Mirillamedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The Gamezilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. Gamezilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the Gamezilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Gamezilla Media Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle. Yep. I love the shirt, buddy. I love the I shirt. I do love the shirt. It is a tiny, like, it fits me. This is a large. Yeah, so I, I just, wanted an extra large. It fits me, but it's like a little tight, so like keep, I can't do the Macarena or nothing. We gotta keep riding the bikes. We gotta keep exercising. We'll get you in there. Yeah. I'm, wearing, I'm wearing a large today as well. So we're, we're large buddies today. Yeah, we large They're boys. They're both a little tight. All right. And then, of course, our producers, the Deadite Knight and Cable2KX. Wiggity, what up, doe? What up, doe? <laughs> oh, oh, I was he bought hoping, into it. Uh, he bought, in, he bought yeah. right into it. I was hoping for a different reaction. But Testonomics is here. What up, doe? <laughs> oh, hey, hey, guys. Can you, <laughs> hey, it's Ben C. Here I am, the face of Switch. <laughs> Can you talk like that the rest of the uh, show? I mean, people are going to think that uh, Deadite oh. was using that stupid uh, like weasel thing. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. It's my whoa, favorite whoa. part of the show. Ooh, let's get heated. Have a, we're going to have a fun episode today. We were taught, yeah. <laughs> I want you to talk like that during all of your streams. I don't No, know. don't do that. Don't do that. I already have a hard enough time getting people to watch me play Octopath. All right, well, welcome to episode 217 of the Gamezilla Podcast, brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can influence this podcast and get other great perks by supporting us over at patreon.com slash Gamezilla Media. And if you don't want to support us, there's always a way to hack it where you can take like your funds and duplicate them, so that way you can give us money without actually having to lose money. Oh, it's called tax fraud. Yeah, tax fraud. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's not... It's not hacking, it's not cheating, because you can do it. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen the movie Office Space? Yeah, so also legit. a bad idea. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Jazzy, how you doing? How you I'm, been, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Doing real good. Real glad I didn't fall in the same pit that you fell in. What pit? What, what is going on over here? What, did I... Uh, what exactly... <laughs> he's got a pie. He's, he's got, brought, he's got he a pie entire, in the studio. It's his own entire pie. Well, let me let, let me cam him up. This? Cam him up. So he has, look at he's got a what whole pie. This? Listen, guys. <laughs> I'm uh, listening. You know, I just wanted everyone who's an honest gamer that doesn't cheat to be able to get some pie today. So uh, I thought I'd bring it for Grim and I. Ah, perfect. Perfect. Yep. Man, I need, I want some pie. No, you get no pie. Huh? Why? Because you cheat. We're gonna oh, talk about who? that later. Says everyone in the world. Pie is for honest gentlemen. They all know now. Who all knows? Everyone knows. You've been exposed. Testonomics told the world. This, I didn't, this I didn't pie, say anything. this pie may have been left over from uh, the nerd barbecue. Nah, nah, it's fresh. The gr the glitch might have brought it. I don't know. Nope. It, it, it was definitely been, Neo. It, it was definitely have, Neo. It may have been on top of the litter box for the last week. That, it was in the litter box for a little bit, but I, then I felt bad, so I put it on. They're top not. Of the they're box. not Oreo crumbles. That there. is not Oreo crumbles. No. You know what that is. Delicious. Taffy. That's what I what call that That's what I call <laughs> Samus Specials. Happy Metroid Monday, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, my cat's named Samus. So there we go. It's cat poop. All right. Oh, whoops. <sighs> did you just put that all over your microphone? <laughs> yeah, sure did. <laughs> Dang it, I switched too early. <laughs> all right. Well, 
we got a we got a fun episode for you ahead. Let's uh, let's get right into some team talk. That's a uh, cue for you over there, Dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's got pile. He's got pile over Listen, the soundboard. I'm trying to serve up some treats. There it is. Your favorite song. You have to be excited to get to I'm, this every I'm vibing. week. I'm vibing. This is the, actually the the sound, the song in my head every night when I dream. It's just this on a loop with me in a white room like it's the Wii menu, just hitting blocks. Hitting yes, blocks. Hitting blocks. Hitting blocks. Ooh. Ooh. How uncanny. All right. Real blocks, though, not not hacked blocks. Not hacked blocks. Yeah. No. Okay, so anyways, we got... Uh, I'm going to go first this week because I want to thank everybody that came out to the Nerd Barbecue. Yeah. I want to thank everybody that came out to After Dark Vintage Video Games. Yeah. We had a bunch of stuff going on the last couple weeks. Yeah. But uh, After Dark Vintage Video Games was the Michigan Science Center event that we went out to, had our entire section. This was our first time that they weren't like, here's a booth. They're like, no, take half the science center, please. <laughs> but no, we took uh, we took a large section and we turned it into a really cool experience. We had live podcasting, we had high score NES, SNES tournaments where people could go for and win some prizes. We had a merch table where we were showing off Danielle Morelli's top notch shadow boxes along with our new logo shirts and everything. It was a good time. We had we had a lot of fun. So many people came out and I just wanted to say thank you. That was that was definitely my gaming moment of the week. I didn't get to play a whole oh hey hey oh yeah thank you. Thank you, thank you. I didn't get to play a whole lot of games. Um but it just was—it was just fun for people to come in and say, "Yeah, we've heard of Gamezilla. We this this uh, we like uh, Gamezilla Alpha. We like Noobs and Dragons. Like they were dropping, they were dropping the shows before they even walked into the booth. So that was cool. And uh, you know, it's just—it's always fun to be able to kind of give back to our local community when we get the, the opportunity. But other than that, I enjoyed my co-op play of Enter the Gungeon with Deadite about 20 minutes ago. That was fantastic because. We're actually having a really good run. Like, the run's not even over. We're going to pick it back up in the post-show because we somehow have made it all the way to level three of the dungeon. You know, it couldn't have been done without my selflessness because, <laughs> you know, we're opening up loot chests. We're getting sweet guns. I was like, you know what, Grim? I think you should take the time and get it. I think you're going to be more successful when we get to the boss. I died 30 seconds into the boss, and Grim <laughs> carried us all the way through that boss. Well, you did help in some, like, by clearing a few of those. Uh, give me a path, right? Yeah. Because as a ghost, you can kind of clear that. Uh, you get a couple, like, I'm going to call them echoes, just these little, like, bursts that can kind of clear out a small area. So that helped me a bit. But, yeah, the Tommy gun saved me, and uh, overall it was it was a good run. We're going to see how far we can go. Post show. Stay, stick around. It's going down. Real quick side note. Jazzy, you brought three forks. Is that because you didn't want Because I did not want anything. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's because you don't get one. That's right, because I don't get one. Yeah. Tess that's right. One. Tess, Tess, gets, Tess, Tess gets one. one because he wasn't the instigator of the issue. Because I was honest about it, Jesse. Yeah, he was honest. <laughs> he came from, he, right, right when I came down, he's like, I have something to tell you. I need Feed to get off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Jazzy, though, what's your uh, game moment of the week? My gaming moment of the week, it is Sunday evening. I get a text message from Grimlock that says, Hey, everybody's on playing League. Hop on. I'm like, I'm in. I hop on to League. Definitely Sunday afternoon, but Sunday, go for yeah, it. afternoon. <laughs> so we have Phantom Joe. We have I don't I don't know what like Eric and Keith. I don't know if like what their gamer tag names are. Phoenix, 
Phoenix and Dark, uh, Dark Phoenix Torment. and uh, Torment One or well, something. Well, Torment like is Keith. Yeah, was yeah. that the tall guy? No, nah. you never met Keith. Oh, I thought it was tall guy. Shout out to tall guy. And Grimlock are all on a game, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna queue up uh, an ARAM, and then when I get done, I'll be able to play with these guys, and we'll have a full team of five. This is gonna be awesome. So. I get done with my ARAM, and Grimlock's like, hey, I gotta go do something real quick. Uh, just play a few rounds with these guys, and then I'll be back on. Six games later, Grimlock's still not back on. Fact. So I had to fill in his role as a top laner, <gasps> which I hate playing top lane. He hates playing top lane. <laughs> he hate playing top lane. Why'd you have to fill top lane? I, there was only four of you. Yeah, I had to fill top lane. Why? Because. And there's five positions. It was top laner support. I didn't want support. Well, there you go. That was your own decision. I appreciate you your selflessness. To. You didn't have yeah. to. I had to fill and in. Selflessness would have been support for where he actually has to support someone. Thank you, thank you, Jazzy, for making making league playable for yeah, everybody else. Yeah, I supported the team to no five out of six wins in the top lane, playing top lane better than I've ever played. I can't even say better in Grimlock because I hate top lane. So better than I've ever also, played. You're before. not better than me. That's fine. I played Poppy top. They hated it. I did awesome. Oh. And he dropped the oh. fork. That's what you get. That's what you get. Do you want me just to get two forks? <laughs> no. Want me just to get two forks and grab half? And then you can have a fork and I can have a fork? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Deep cut. No! I don't <laughs> want that! <laughs> that was my gaming moment. Now I'm going to clean my face off since you smeared pile over it. Give me that napkin. I'm going to smear more of it on you. No. <laughs> I'm going to edit other words over pie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm clean right now. I'm clean so far. You can't do that, man. I'm no, no, gonna... no. That'll be, it'll be Patreon exclusive. Me just oh, putting oh, other okay, right. other substances. As long as I don't get penalized for it. Yeah, I've already been penalized the last two weeks because of Jazzy. Other than that, I would like to give another shout out to everybody that came out to Vintage Video Game Night. Like Grimlock said, we had a lot of people. When I was not doing the podcast, I was up front with um, our. PR lady in charge, Danielle, uh, kind of commanding the crowds that came into our area. And every person we'd ask, we'd be like, hey, have you been you know, to this section or heard of us before? And I could honestly say like 50% of the people was like, yeah, we haven't been in the booth yet, but we know you guys. Mm-hmm. We listen to this podcast and stuff like that. And it's so awesome to hear that people are coming out and, and already listen to our show and enjoy the content that we create. So, yeah. Yeah. Also, I had to go mountain biking, okay? Deal with it. I played League of Legends waiting for you to get on, and then I played League of Legends the day before waiting for you to get on. Finally, I just gave up, okay? I know you're a crafter now, man. I, I, I get it. I get it. I'll play League with my real friends. I was on League So you're saying you want me to start playing League? Yeah, did I? My wife was like, well, if Jazzy's not going to play League with you, maybe I'll actually play wow. League with you. And I was like... Juno J. I was like, oh wow, this is uh, this is a. You're welcome. I got your wife. This is league. a sacrifice. This is a sacrifice she made. She's never gonna be the same. Never gonna. Yeah, be the same. it's real. That's why when I got here, she told me to slit my wrist. It was really mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, that yeah. was I'm very unlike her. Yeah, she's full tilt. I've done a lot of mean things to her, and she's never reacted like that. So uh, yep. yeah. Also, while you were playing league, I was mountain biking. So <laughs> you're a liar. <laughs> yep. Went on a nice cruise around the neighborhood. Oh, did you actually? Yeah. Are you lying to me or did you? No. I Does it count as mountain biking? It was biking after. It was, it was when you were already gone. A bike ride at that point. I was already gone where? You were you were already, as you say, mountain biking at that point. But when I got off of playing Oh, I totally League bailed on them. you guys to go mountain biking. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. And then I played with, with uh, 
Joe and Eric and Keith, and then um, I believe Eric had to leave, so the the group kind of broke up, and then uh, Lauren and I went on a bike ride around. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. I, I support that part of it. Yeah. Everything else you do, though, it's garbage. All right. Dad, I, how you doing over there? I'm I'm swell. I'm just, I'm on cloud nine. Because I got to play couch co-op games, which is something I enjoy doing. But and my because couch C9 studio. went 1-1 one one this weekend. You know... It's better than 0-2. I take what I can get. Man, you, you're right. <laughs> when you're I, at the bottom, you, you scrape whatever you can get. The the hinge of my joy in life actually does depend on the Cloud9 League of Legends team. <laughs> yeah. Because we know I'm an immense fan. Uh, we know I have a great deal of respect for League of Legends. Yeah. And uh, it's like my favorite thing. Yeah, there's support to your boy, right? I mean, you could name him right now. Yep, it's. <laughs> Can you name one C nine player? Um, don't look. Don't Stalin. look at him. No, no. Stalin. One Stalin. player from Cloud Nine. Well, I mean, Cloud Nine is so trashy. Keep, keep <laughs> stalling. Keep stalling. Um, keep stalling. Keep stalling. <laughs> Wait, can you not name one either? Oh man, my team's Listen, falling if apart. If you were a person that like man, what sneaks that, around what, a lot, what would I call you? I almost said something would have got, got us in trouble. <laughs> Sly Cooper. I don't, I'm don't. i saying it now. Sly Cooper. I didn't want to get the copyright infringement, but I'm saying Sly Cooper. So like, oh, you were telling God. me earlier that your favorite players were licorice and blabber, right? Like That's what you were saying. No, I wasn't. Oh, I'm okay. not even... I'm not, I'm not going to buy into this lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, you're, a, not, yeah, you're, you're not a, a cheater. Guy. You're not a cheater. You're a no. Spence Gary guy. Spence doesn't even play for C9. No. Well, that's what it says on the C9 Gamepedia. Good job, because that's Spence not accurate. Garen does play for C9. Not really, though. What about Go- what about Golden Glue? Okay, how about this? Golden Glue does, does play, for, play for the the actual NALCS team currently. He has played more games for the NALCS team than Blabber has. Don't care who played le- who played on the weekend. Blabber. It was sneaky. Mm. Okay, sneaky. Sneaky was there. What about oh, what? you were talking about sneaky. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone who sneaks. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, what is your gaming moment of the week? Because this is going nowhere. This so, is great audio. As much as I enjoy getting online and gaming online with people, which I infrequently do, um, what I've enjoyed more lately is just a night in being left alone and just playing a single-player game on my couch or in my game cave. And in this case, uh, my entire Friday night was taken up by um, Testonomics and Sci-Fi AJ dropped some cash app on me because they insisted that I buy Enter the Gungeon. I didn't I didn't cash app anything. He bought the whole game. Okay, just Sci-Fi. Yes, yes. Okay, just, just my man Sci-Fi AJ dropped that cash app on me so I could play Enter the Gungeon. So I post up my entire Friday night just sitting down playing Gungeon. Um, I had Testonomics stream up on the tablet while I was playing, and it was just a nice, relaxing night. And it's um, it's just kind of those moments where gaming gets to be a little bit of an escape. You get to just kind of <laughs> unwind after a long week, and um, I'm sure there's something going. I can't see the chat anymore. I don't know what's happening. I'm not gonna lie. I just got. I just got it. I didn't get it at first. It says I will never touch Adele, the singer, ever again. Grimlock the Dino 2018. I know, but but Ninja Carter just activated it, and I'm like staring at it. I'm like, yeah, sure, Adele. And I was like, oh, Adele computer. And then I instantly got enraged. Okay, sorry. Sorry to sorry to just steal your moment, but uh, it was more important than your <laughs> moment. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I'm listening. Well, that was it. You know, I just I sat at home and played a game by myself. That was the night you invited me over and I didn't come over, right? This is true. Oh, yeah, I wrote. I went and wrote my, my <laughs> legs again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, I it's tough. Friend. Well, okay, it's, it's tough because I want to give you a hard time for not wanting to come spend quality time with me, but getting outdoors and exercising and riding your bike are all really good things to do, so I can't be salty about it if you're like, yeah, I sat at home and ate eight boxes of macaroni and cheese and cried. I'd be like, Grim, you should have been at my house. Hey, yeah. question for you. Yeah. From the studio here to your house, approximately how many miles? It's different. I went mountain biking, not One, cruising two, like you. Three, four, five, six. About six miles. Oh, okay. He does like four times that when he goes mountain biking. He could easily mountain bike to over not to your four house. Four times. Yeah, yeah. but there, there's not cool jumps. It's it's like four times if you just take half because then it's twelve. So. You can make jumps. You just right. gotta yeah, find exactly. low cars Test. and just ride. <laughs> yeah, up but a, you know, having it's not on screen, so I'm good. Having <laughs> to ride his bike through Redford, where you know where he likes to hang out, that could be dangerous. I definitely do not ride <laughs> in that direction. <laughs> I ride the opposite direction because oh, I ride a nice bike, so I don't want to go in that direction. Um, but yeah, no, I could totally ride to your house, but then I'd be there so late playing games, I wouldn't want to ride home. I mean, if only. There was a truck at my house that could drive your bike. Yeah, on. but the truck has like alignment issues and tires that blow up and like all sorts of problems. Yeah, for what I heard, yeah, weight limit. It. And yeah. then and then <laughs> yeah, and then when like you, then when like people like friends take their lunch to like go get it all fixed, they take they take the guy to get it fixed, and the guy goes, "Oh, it's too much money. Never mind. Just just slap a bandaid on it." That's right. That's right. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I'm, and then they buy me Kajoba, and I'm happy. Yeah. But, okay. First off, he okay. Listen how he talked me up. I'm like Grim. <laughs> Grim, I will, uh, if you drive me to, to Bell Tire on our lunch, or an unnamed brand tire location, I'm sorry to- <laughs> Bell Tire. <laughs> yeah. Bell Tire. If you drive me there, I'll buy you a burrito. He's like, all right, deal. I was like, all right, do you like Tina's or Jose Olay frozen burritos? And he's like, no, no deal. I was like, okay, I fine. I didn't say no deal. I said, deal's I off. don't know. No, you said deal's off. No, you, uh, and then I was I'm like- pro- I'm screenshotting yeah. this and putting it up on social yeah, media. Yeah, screenshotting it because it happened. It right now. And then, it and didn't then, happen. And then I was like, okay, what about a Hot Pocket? He's denying Man. the Hot Pocket. Man. And finally- I, I did like, deny the Hot Pocket because I because I don't I can't take 8,000 milligrams of sodium in and one time I will die. And I told him- Okay, you're playing hardball. Guess what? I will take you to Speedway and buy you taquitos or tornados, no, or whatever tornados, they call. Tornados. I'll man. buy you tornados. You don't even know the story. And I told him I would even call ahead and have, have them, them put, put it, yeah, fresh in for have us. Have some put some fresh ones. It's on. a little secret I picked up when I took L on dates to Speedy when I was on when I was on the radio game. You're right. I and was I poor. said, ha ha, perfect. But go back. And go he back. said, nothing but the best for you. And then and that was it. <laughs> no, Metal go tire. back to the no deal. Go back to the no I deal. I didn't say no deal. I said no idea. Laugh out loud. As in, bring me both. I don't know how to read. So As in, which one do you like it's better? Possible. It's, it's possible. It's 100% possible. Yeah. It's possible because uh, it's true. The best part about this testonomics is do you like when <laughs> Grimm said that he put a Band-Aid on it. You know how people like their mufflers fall and then like tie it back up with some like wire or rope? I can actually see the deadite like taking <laughs> Band-Aids and like sticking to each other. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, we all know I have a disability, <laughs> and no idea, it's almost the same amount of letters, it's almost the same letters as no deal. It's almost the same, there's just an I instead of an L. I was going to say, yeah, when you say, when lowercase, you say though. there's almost as many letters, it's actually the same it's amount the same of letters. letters. Then yeah. you switch an I and an L and switch the order around, and I thought it said no deal. So then, that's why I started upping my offer. To the Hot Pocket. To the, to the Hot Pocket isn't an upgrade, man. <laughs> like, From a t- oh, have you ever had a Tina's off. Burrito? Listen, Tina's, again, 
diarrhea pocket. Yeah. No, thank no. you. A Tina's burrito is literally like putting hot diarrhea into your mouth to become hot diarrhea. So where do I get these? Are we on, we're on the border right now. We're on the ledge of like what we're talking about right now. Is diarrhea okay to talk about? Uh, yeah, it's not Fair illegal enough. to talk diarrhea. about bodily, bodily fluids. <laughs> diarrhea. But long and short of Diabetes. it. Diabetes. Long and short of it. I was a good friend and bought you a burrito and a glass bottle of Coke because I'm a good friend. Well, actually, to be fair, I got in line first, and he didn't even know I ordered the glass Coke, but he had to pay for it because I already had it out. <laughs> the I was Mex- like, you getting that glass Coke for me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's called a Mexican Coke. It is a Mexican It's Coke. weird. He also bought like a $50 gift card, and I yeah, just had to pay yeah, for all of it. That's right. I, he drove there. I was stranded. Yeah. I was Test, like, if you, you ever my offer me a burrito to help you with anything, and it's not a Cadoba or Chipotle burrito, I will punch you. <laughs> no deal. Wow, that's a I lot I mean, of no eight. idea, LOL. I don't know. No idea. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, test. <laughs> I, I just a bit more frosting over my, my microphone. I feel High like on the podcast. Bad idea. I feel like we're 30 minutes in and we haven't gotten through Team Talk yet. We're 20 and we're good. So <laughs> We're giving the people what they want. So for those of you that don't follow the Nintendo Switch and like the releases, we did have a... Um, it's, a it's, a nice, it's a nice classic, classic looking game. Very pixel based game. Um, where you go on a wonderful adventure with your friends. Um, I don't know why. I'm getting a thumbs down right now. Um, I'm guessing Grimlock does not like Octopath Traveler. Um, I just don't like anything you say. Well, actually, uh, I forgave you. You're okay. Well, I wasn't talking about Octopath Traveler because I put probably 20 hours into Minecraft this yes, weekend. Yeah, yeah but you're allowed to talk about this game because I forgave you. It's just one person on this desk that I don't like anymore. Why do I get the slack for it? Because. Because Why? I'm not, I'm not getting cheater. into it. It's, I'm not the hey, cheater. It's his turn right now, okay? Can you shut up? Uh, for okay. my turn, I would like you guys to get into it, though. <laughs> okay, fine. You want to get into it? Uh-oh. Let's get into Where's it. Where's the switch Who showed test the move? The move. The strategy. The strategy. Who did it? <clears throat> Don't lie to me. Who t- just, just answer the question straight. Who showed him the idea? The concept. No what idea. What are we talking about? Let's let's give. No, I'll I'll explain in a second. Ugh. I just want him to answer this. I will answer this honestly. No he, one showed him the concept. Nobody or idea. physically showed me yeah. anything. I, I don't may like have semantics. explained it to him. I don't like semantics. <laughs> this is no. Oh, you're dropping another fork. What's wrong with you? This is the worst podcast ever. <laughs> I'm trying not to swear, so I'm just smacking my fork around. Oh. Smacking my fork around. Could you replace the word fork as well? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm the, <laughs> yeah. I got I to gotta go back and look at So Okay. For the goal for the rest of the show is somehow trick Grimlock into saying the word meat. <laughs> All right. Listen. There <laughs> you go. Meat. You don't have to trick me. Listen. Yeah. Listen. So here's here's the concept. Yeah. It's only gonna take seconds. This clip that clip will be made before we even end the show. None of you will have to make it. Okay. The glitch has already made it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh. All right. So the concept or the strategy is how to replicate an item inside Minecraft only on the Switch right now, mind you, is a glitch, a cheat, a exploitation of the game where you can take an item, rename it, and then be able to clone it and just kind of keep doing it. So you can make as many diamonds as you want. You're as many creating di- diamonds yeah, whatever. on the anvil, which is part of the game. I yeah. believe we're crafting the we're diamonds. We're crafting the diamonds. Whatever it's called you say. Minecraft. Yeah, whatever you say. So in this cheat, in this, in in this, this craft, in this hack job in of, this hack of, a, craft. of a way, you create as much items as you want without having to work for anything. You craft on the anvil. Yeah. So basically that's the idea. You've admitted that you told test, which means... 
You started it, which means that is why I'm angry at you. Tess gets, is forgiven because he came clean right when I walked downstairs. Though I've done it thousands of times. <laughs> it's okay. More than, than Jazzy has. It's okay. He made like Here's three diamonds. I, thousands of times. See, it's okay. I, I've made 3,000 diamonds. I would, I was, yeah. I'm gonna, okay, hold on. I got to come clean for the chat. you're his minion. I'm going to come clean you for the chat right minion. now. You are his minion. I'm not making it for him. I'm gonna come I don't clean. care. You're a minion. Come clean on the, for the chat right now. I did express to test that I watched a video where a guy did said crafting of these on, diamonds. On the anvil in Minecraft. On the anvil. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, super crafty. I have not replicated anything, so I've never actually cheated. It doesn't matter. You are the instigator. However, you are the problem. However, you, no, it's all YouTube's problem. Yeah, no, you, you, yeah. you watched YouTube. You chose to right. spread the disease. Yeah, but you in the license the agreement of you are YouTube, the problem. it states You that are the problem. Everybody who watches YouTube's a cheater now, apparently. So yeah. that sucks. Everybody yeah. that watches cheating videos is a cheater. That if they go and tell someone and try to have it so done, so everybody in their who realm. watches games done quick is a cheater. So YouTube no. is literally AshleyMadison.com because you can't prove that everyone that does True. that has watched watches YouTube speedruns. Prove that to me, which you can't, but, and then I will call them a cheater. But anytime somebody does a screen sheet. In a games done quick speed run. Is that run. what they call it? A screen sheet? Is a that what they call sheet. it? Yeah, because yeah. you're not crafting anything, so it's a, it's a, it's a cheat. Yeah. yeah, it's a screen sheet. You're confirming this right now, because I'm going to have Glitch tell me. The, the, you are saying for sure, 1,000%. Pretty sure it's called Pretty it's sure. Oh, it's changing now. Okay. Well, there, there are there are glitch free runs. There there's there's an asterisk. And who likes yeah. watching those? Right. Everyone. That's I, why yeah. we still play them. I prefer I prefer to watch them unglitched. Like thank if you. Watching watching someone just so tear if you through are an old talking about a glitch versus a glitch free run, then yeah, they glitched. Which if you're gonna tell me they glitched, then and they glitched through a wall or something, that is a cheat. Thank you. True. So guess what? They're just as much a cheater as you are. True thank or you. false, Jazzy. True or false. On the server settings, the realm on Minecraft, do we have cheats enabled? No. So that means it's not a cheat. It means yeah. it's more of a cheat because it's you're actually breaking past the rules that you've already... You honestly set your own damn rules so that you could actually not cheat, and then you cheated beyond those. You yeah, actually said, I'm going to put this wall up, and then I'm going to walk right through it. This That's is my what you realm. did. Welcome to our realm. I don't care. I'm I just am the test dater. That's of completely the realm. fine as your realm. You didn't even come up with this concept to begin with. So don't take credit for something. I'm not taking you, credit for yeah. anything. Well, you're saying this is my realm. So well, it is my realm. Yeah, that's great. All I'm saying is that Jazzy brought you a concept. You used it. It's cheating. There it's you not go. cheating. Yes, it is. Oh, oh, um, no, craft doesn't allow for cheating in this realm because we don't have cheats enabled. Yeah, okay, they're definitely can you turned do off. It? Can you do it on PC? Yeah. No, you can't. It just absolutely. It just crashes after you do it. It crashes after you do it. So you but can't it also do it. crashes when you Alt Tab. Can so you we can't it? trust. Can PC. you do it on PS4? Yeah. No, you can't. Can you do it on Xbox? Yeah. No, you can't. So you can only do it on a Switch, but it's not cheating, even though it's an exploit to one system because it's the game. I guarantee you could do it on all of Grimlock. Gr Grim, Grimlock. Grim. I'm gonna admit to you right now that I fed you the line that you can only do it on Switch, so you would bring it up on the podcast, and we could catch you in a lie. Oh, you can fine. do it on every platform. That's fine. It's still a cheat, Grim. If you I don't really <laughs> care what Tess does because he's an idiot, <laughs> Grim. If you are playing basketball and there's a referee, like it's a sanctioned game, and the referee's not looking. But you punch another player in the test. It's testicles. cheating. Is that cheating? Yes. Or is that it's cheating. Sounds like cheating. What if you were playing basketball and you had two basketballs? It's cheating. And you put one into an anvil. It's cheating. And then you take out three. It's I mean, cheating. <laughs> what if you deflate a football? It's cheating. Cheating. Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm about to. I'm about to swear. Tom Brady is an sob. Okay. Ooh. He's a cheating sob. 
So anyway, so my gaming moment of the week was as a ton of new players. I'm just surprised that you did this. We had. I don't really care what you have to say. I'm just surprised that my, you did this. I'm really surprised that, that you I actually doesn't like did when this. we talk over each other. I don't really care because guess what? I'm going to do it. So you can keep talking if you want. I can't. I can't believe that you that did it this. will be bad. I'm not going to mute him. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and mute me. I'll I'm grab your mic, him. and then I'll grab your mic. We're getting through Grabbing this Grabbing my right mic now. would be horribly I don't what, loud. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't Crash. care. Don't care. Time out. If we don't get back on track, I'm going to have to edit this, so let Grim talk. Man, what about me? It's my team talk segment. <laughs> it's canceled. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Go ahead. Go with your team talk segment. So we had an upwards of eight people in the realm just hanging out and playing Minecraft. We got a farm. Yep. We've got uh, all sorts Way of... Way faster than you should have. Cool. <laughs> uh, we dug through... 60,000 rocks. And you did it all wrong, according to Jazzy, so good well, job. Well, no, we dug through 55,000 rocks, and that's when we were told we were doing it wrong. Yeah. The next 5,000 were done correctly. Yeah. Um, some of them were blown up with TNT. They when, didn't do it wrong. They did it right. Well, when, that's fine. Just not that's to my fine. standards. That's just fine, but what the words that came out of his mouth is that they did it wrong, so well, that's all I'm saying. That's because I was told I did it wrong. Yeah. So yeah. either so way, they did it wrong. but the so best you know, moment change your, is... change your tune. It's cool, man. The best What's moment wrong? was... When Miggy entered the realm, hi Miggy, welcome to the realm. I would like to present you with a full set of diamond armor and diamond tools. He was elated. It yep. was a good experience for our and community. He earned zero of it. All of you did. It's good. It was a gift from the community. It's a yeah. gift. Yeah, it was a gift. A, yeah. a, a cheated gift. No, a we stolen gift. We mined all those diamonds. Uh huh. Sure you did. Yeah, I'm sure you did. We crafted them. all the diamonds he showed me today. I'm definitely sure that you uh, you mined all those. You used the word mind. You didn't say crafted first. Okay. You said mind. Okay. I want you to log into the realm, and I want you to see the giant hole that we've created. I've been in the realm, and I saw the giant hole yeah. before you did. That's where we got all of the diamonds from. No, it from. is not. <laughs> I know it's not, because I was there before you, you liar. So many diamonds. You're lying. <laughs> the same conversation is happening today. Millions of playgrounds across the country. <laughs> 100%. Well, kids, man, it's someone cheating at Minecraft. The only reason I'm mad at, at someone cheating at this is, is the same reason that he has sat on this podcast and agreed with me about accelerating a video game and, and causing the end of game to happen faster. So you might all be having fun and you might have eight to ten people in right now, but the, the fact of the matter is you didn't earn anything. You've built every, you're building stuff beyond what you should have 20, 30, 40, 100 hours into the game, whatever it is for each individual. Especially people like Miggy, who doesn't need to have that stuff yet because he hasn't even learned how to build something simplistic, yet alone something advanced. You're just giving it to him, which defeats all sorts of different mechanics in the game. It creates makes the game more boring. And before you know it, you're like, cool, I've done everything. I'm out. And guess what? Doge is standing there going like, oh, I was really happy because I had people playing with me. And now they're all gone because we just burned through the game by cheating. But you don't really beat Minecraft. Yeah, that's and, fine. And but you do get cheating. Do you not get bored of things? Because I'm pretty sure you collected Legos before you collected Funko Pops before you joined this podcast, and you fade out of each one because you get tired of it. Oh man, so when am I gonna I'm fade saying. out of this podcast? I don't know. Maybe this episode. I hope. Man, <laughs> man. <laughs> All I'm saying. You wanted a good episode. Is Give Doge. me a good episode. So, so oh. tell me about uh, the video games that you buy when you get like a collector's edition and they give you a different skin or or a a new weapon skin. in the game. It's gonna give me a different skin. My appearance changed. 
I get what no, about, no what about bonus the weapons? at all. What about the weapons in the game? My that you skin get? on my weapons change. They are they're, they're gold and black instead of blue. Yeah, you shouldn't no have a gold advantage, and black one. No advantage at all. So it still takes just as long to beat the game. You want to know games that that's true, but on? you shouldn't have I that have skin yet. I have cheated on games. If you're trying to say I'm a perfect gamer, I cheated on Bloodborne, no problem. And I thought it was super cool until guess what? I got bored because I was I could do anything I wanted, and all of a sudden the game had no challenge, and I was like, cool, I'm done. And I didn't beat the game. I didn't even finish the game because I was like, well, I shouldn't have done that and I don't want to start over, so I'm done. And you've sat here on this podcast, on Alpha, defending people from not accelerating games and then you went out and you accelerated the game. You don't accelerate the game. Should you have di- should you be able to give diamond everything to a player that hasn't done a single thing? At the amount of time no. that I put into this game, no, you 1,000%. No, you haven't. Should he have an entire box full of diamonds that he can just multiply as many times as he wants because he's put, what, how many hours have you put into Minecraft? Probably like 60. 60 hours. He should have unlimited diamonds? Is that what you're saying? No. Sure, you can make a diamond farm. No, you can't. Yes, you can. You can farm everything. That's fine. I'm saying, yeah, but did you farm those? I could have farmed them. You could have farmed them, but guess what? You didn't. I crafted them. All I'm saying is you're a hypocrite. There you go. All I'm saying, a hypocrite for what? (laughs) You're a hypocrite. For what? I just told you! Ooh. You've been on this podcast defending people from not cheating, saying it ruins games, and then you just did the exact I same thing. I didn't cheat at all. Hypocrite. I didn't cheat Hypocrite. at all. Hypocrite. I am not a hypocrite. Hypocrite. Because I told somebody about a YouTube video that I saw. Hypocrite. What people do with video games, I don't have any control over test. Hypocrite. He can multiply everything that he wants. Hypocrite. So, in the Twitch chat. Not hypocrite watching a video. Twitch.tv slash games of the media. We had a comment from player one Miggy who says... Does it really matter as long as the community is having fun? Yeah, I believe Doge Lord this weekend said this was the most fun that he's had with a video game with most people he's ever played with since, since joining the community. He's joined the community. Yeah, I believe I just explained to you why that's a concern for me. Is that if he's enjoying it and it fizzles out as fast as it can, he's not going to be enjoying it anymore, and you just caused everyone to buy a video game that everyone bailed on. Couldn't fizzle out any faster than Destiny 2 did. Destiny 2, we put hundreds of hours into, so you can defend it all you want. Rick still plays it, along with Sci-Fi, AJ, Bob, and a bunch of other people. Just because Doge doesn't play games... Like, he played Fortnite with you, Test. And we, hundreds of and hours. We and we had fallen out of Fortnite already, so timing was just off. Also, crossplay didn't start right when everybody started playing. Jazzy and I were playing Fortnite before crossplay was even a thing. So yeah, timing sucked for that game, but you still put hundreds of hours into a game with your friends. So I'm sorry that you think this is the, that I'm wrong, but I'm I'm not going to sit there and, and apologize because you don't have to you apologize. Have been, don't you have call been me a the, hypocrite you're and a hypocrite. don't play the game. You're a hypocrite. End of end. Of I'm story. not going to play the game. There's no point. I don't want to walk in and say because you don't know everything. the point to Minecraft because you've never put enough time in to know yeah. the point. Okay, sure thing. No problem, hypocrite. What's the point to Minecraft? No problem, hypocrite. Tell me what the point to Minecraft is. Minecraft is is a sandbox, man. You do whatever you want. So, including oh. crafting diamonds. Correct. Yeah, sure. Whatever yeah, you hack want. hack it. Go ahead, cheat. You still are cheating. I hacked the trees. You're still cheating. I hacked stone. And you're still a hypocrite. You gotta hack them to break them down. thousand percent. Out of control. Yeah, no problem, man. Out of control. Not a hypocrite. Hypocrite. Not a hypocrite. Hypocrite. Hippopotamus. My opinions are my opinions, and I have the ability to state what I want to state. So do that I. doesn't make me hypocritical. <laughs> so do I, and that's why I call you a hypocrite. This is why <clears throat> Friday night I played alone and <laughs> entered the gungeon. This is why I play alone, too. Play alone. And that's why Jazzy got the Zilly Award for least likely to game with the community. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's only because the voting is for Minecraft. I be he's he's so. Mr. Minecraft now. Yeah. He's a Minecraft guy. Yeah. 
Jazzy's been on a lot. It's been good to see. Very good to see. Very good for the community. Thank you, Jazzy, for yeah. being an arbiter of community play. Yep. Blessed. And but now I got called out, and I don't want to ruin the experience for the community. So I appreciate you guys. It's been fun, but I'll be joining my own realm so that I do not ruin your gameplay. Any you do whatever you want, Jazzy. You don't have to play the pity card. And it's I've cool. got hundreds of TNT that I've crafted that I'm just going to blow up everything. Good idea. Rest in peace. I never said that the community isn't having fun right now. So go ahead and have fun. And you told me not to join, so I won't. And just play the game, and sounds we'll see like what a, happens. Sounds like a pity party. We'll to see me what right happens. There. Man, what about it the news? It just sounds though? like I'm following what you told me to do. So you don't even know what you're talking about. It's cool, man. Well, well keep opening your mouth. I'm a hypocrite. I know so. you are. It's okay. I walk this lonely road. No, this. no, there will be no Green Day. <laughs> that album is trash. Green Day's overrated. And let's move into the news. Let's sure. get right into the news. I accidentally grabbed the pie. Now my hands covered in. <laughs> I As saw, the mouse? I saw, well, yeah, I, like, I got a little bit on my fingers. It's fine. I just went and touched the pie. <laughs> I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Downloading. Alright. Alright. Topic number one, new alleged details about Microsoft's next-gen Xbox, the Scarlet, as it's codenamed called right now. Uh, What's interesting about this topic is that there's two systems they're talking about now, not just one. Uh, We're going to be talking about the similar Xbox brand, which the specs have not been, you know, revealed. But it's going to be typical Xbox One X powerful console. That part we kind of assume was happening. The interesting part is the second console, codename Scarlet Cloud. And that's because Xbox is I mean, again, this isn't confirmed, but Xbox seems to be moving in the th- the idea that they're going to release two systems. One where you'll be playing games on hand in your house, and another one that's going to be stream-only games. Uh, playing off of maybe the next generation of of uh, Xbox subscription service that they've been ha- starting. Oh man, I've been wanting for I've been wanting something like this ever since the PlayStation TV was a miserable failure. <laughs> yeah, PlayStation TV, PlayStation View, PlayStation Now, but, but PlayStation. <laughs> it's not fair for me to say that because I think we can all agree if you compare the PlayStation View service to what Microsoft is doing with Game Pass. Well, Views TV, are we? Are we oh no, yeah, Microsoft. What is now? It? Microsoft, PlayStation yes, Now. PlayStation Now. Okay, PlayStation we're playing yeah. PlayStation Now to Game Pass. Game Pass is a really appealing platform yeah. that by the time the next generation comes around actually could be a really viable, fun way to play video games. It, it's true. It and is affordable. One of, it is one of the more successful, you know, str- and I mean, you're downloading the game still, though, technically with Game Game Pass, so I don't know if it's going to change with this concept of Scarlet Cloud where you're going to stream the game similar to what Switch has talked about now with games like Resident Evil 7, Biohazard coming out, and it's going to be, you know, run on a server. You're just going to connect to that server. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting because to me, on a marketing standpoint, where we've been sitting here saying that Microsoft's been doing a lot of things right, I feel like if you come out the gate with two SKUs that are that are so different, I don't know how successful that's going to be when we've talked about you know, something like PlayStation, PS4 came out uh, out the gate and was just straightforward. Here's our system. H- you know, you, anybody can play games. It's, a, it's, game, it's made for gamers by gamers just straightforward there's no there's not a whole lot of history that that supports two systems at launch that are very different from each other 
both supporting the Xbox name. That concerns me. But, you know, hypothetically, what if this cloud, this Xbox Scarlet Cloud, is like 150 or $200 less because the computing can be cloud-based, so it's a more streamlined platform, and maybe the you know you have to have a subscription to their service to play. That's the advantage, right, is that maybe instead of a $600 box, you're looking at a $300 box mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, I mean... That would be that selling point, but I still think from that standpoint of even just holidays, parents coming in to buy something for their kids, they, they're like, oh, this one's cheaper, they buy it, and you know, it's, it's completely the opposite of what they thought it was. Their internet doesn't even support streaming, you know, and it creates disappointment. So now all of a sudden, instead of go- taking the Xbox back and getting the other Xbox, they take the Xbox back and they get the PlayStation, or they get the Nintendo, right? Because Xbox wronged them. So... That that's my concern is that I don't like the idea of two systems coming on to launch with such a different concept to create consumer confusion. Oh, how is this any different from like what Game Pass can give them? Like, wouldn't they just be able to download the games on Game Pass well, and be yeah, able so to, like versus a cloud based service? Yeah, so like example, if the next gen they bought the real Xbox, let's call it, you know, the, the full version, mm-hmm. it's also going to have streamable ability, streaming ability. Right. The idea is you're going to get a watered down box over here that doesn't have all the bells and whistles that only does that. So it's kind of like a. So it's like two systems. Y- yeah, it's well, well, but the, I thought they worked together. Isn't that kind of what the? See, but you the, see that that's what I'm worried thing about. Was leading to believe that they play together. Then why, like, why would they need? I guess I just don't understand why they would need to work together. Yeah, well, I mean, there's this is confusion, right? Like right. right now, you're you're bringing up points where I'm like, well, again, if I'm standing in the store and I'm just a parent that's trying to buy something for my kid. I, I'm I'm worse off than this right now, and so you could be a GameStop employee well, and yeah. not know this because no. GameStop employees sold my sister DLC <laughs> when you know, she was trying to get Destiny Silver. No like, comment, no comment on that one. We're I'm I'm staying clear of that one because we already been down one rabbit hole today. <laughs> so yes, I agree with you though. Just saying, it, it, it's going to make it confusing even for the gaming industry. Rabbit hole. We went yes, down the Sarlacc pit <laughs> ten <laughs> minutes ago. Okay. Yeah. We everyone wanted to go down the pit, so we did. I thought it was a bad idea from the beginning. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Tess did warn me. He did, but um, anyways, I like Tess looking like Zordon back yeah, there. Yeah, it is good. But um, I mean, coming from oh, let's let's switch over to the Nintendo guy here. Think of like even on a simplistic concept of the Wii U that had two models right out the gate that was confusing because one was white, one was black, but there was actually a memory difference. And and it, it created... It, honestly, not that there was any good marketing for the Wii U at all, This it didn't help the situation. I think most systems have proven if you come out with one core system and then... I mean, we've seen the strategy. PlayStation 4 Pro came out after. The Xbox One S, the Xbox One X came out after. You know, like, I just, even this, like, you got the Switch now. Are we going to see, like, a Switch Pro or a Switch something come out a couple years down the road? I don't really like the idea of having dual consoles launch at the same time. Unless it's like like Nintendo wanted to do, like, here's a home console, here's a Game Boy. Like, they're different, right? It's a different concept. Two Xboxes on the shelf together, that's... I don't like it. How'd you I, feel I, about the PS3 launch with the 20? It was bad. It, it was terrible. Because, yeah, you had you had these different versions. One of them was backwards compatible. One of them wasn't. Like, it was just, it was a mess. And and they suffered. For, I mean, again, they suffered for other reasons. But that was also one reason they had a problem. 
where the Xbox 360 was just you either bought it with a hard drive or not. I mean, that was that was the idea. It just had an extra 20 gigs slapped on it. I just don't understand why they need two, especially when the actual system will be able to stream. Yeah, the like, only thing I can imagine is that the new system is going to be five, six hundred bucks, like the Xbox One X, and and they're going to come out this Scarlet Cloud that's going to be like ninety nine dollars. Yeah, but and like wait, like you know, like I think we're we're looking at like five hundred versus three hundred, but like if it's like five hundred and ninety nine bucks, I guess I get it at that point. It's it's a it's a different device, but it's still confusing if it's carrying the Xbox name. What what about this? The Scarlet Cloud. <clears throat> is a Switch-like streaming device that partners with your Scarlet. So it's a tablet that allows you to, ha- you know, somehow oh, use, yeah, the, yeah. use the power of your regular console to get the full, you know, using you know cloud-based technology or whatever to get your full experience in a handheld. So like what you oh, could well, do yeah, with the... Oh, well, yeah, then you the, have a handheld, then, you're, then, you're, then it's an add-on at that point, Yeah, right? what if that's what it is? It can, it, can, it can maintain itself on its own from a streaming standpoint, but if you bought it with the Xbox, the main console, then you had this portability yeah. involved, then yeah, that, that would be... Again, marketed right. That would be really cool because then you're then you're playing somewhat in the realm of the Switch. Yeah, because it's it's going to come down to how it's marketed, right? So the Switch, everybody knew from the get go. It was it was you know legitimately like a cross between a home console and a Game Boy. It could have just been called the Homeboy, and everybody would have known what was going on. That's a genius name, Test. I, I wish I would have thought of it. <laughs> um, so. We know exactly what we're getting with the Switch. It's a portable console that you can play at home, or it's a home console you can take everywhere. But if you look at how sloppy, to your point, Grimlock, the Wii U marketing was, they thought it was a peripheral for the Wii. Right. You know, so it's like, oh, so I, I buy this, so now I have a tablet I can play my Wii games on, or it's like an extra, it's a new controller. So yep. um, I, I think Microsoft not having played in the portable realm before is going to get real, it's going to get real interesting um, how they fragment their customer base if these things are two independent items. I can see why, right? You, you know, their presence in just Japan um, is is next to nothing, right? So giving some <laughs> giving something that somebody can play portably is a huge um, way to introduce themselves into the market. Unless this cloud based is an always on internet Wi Fi based, you know, right. uh, uh, device. At which point you 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 kill that right off the bat. So it, it's just going to come down to marketing, and I'd love to see I'd love to see Microsoft hit it out of the park because they've somehow partnered with Nintendo on how to make the handheld. Uh, a convincing product and we just continue to beat up on Sony. I just don't want to see people buy this cheaper st- cloud-based streaming device and then go home and realize that they don't have internet cuz they live in the jungle and then they're trying to run their uh streaming device off of their, you know, 2008 Nokia phone <laughs> that has negative 2G network <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, this doesn't work." And then they get all pissed at Microsoft. Like yep. it and you know that's going to happen. Thousand percent. You know that's going to happen. People are going to get exhausted from hearing these types of stories. Yeah, absolutely. Exhausted. All right. We got to move on to topic number 2. Nintendo is suing two big ROM sites. Nintendo has stopped worrying about cease and desist and has just moved on to okay, we're going to sue you. So, uh Love ROMs and Love Retro have both been served by Nintendo through uh, the federal court in Arizona, basically for copyright and trademark infringement. 27-page PDF of the lawsuit is uh, public. You can actually search for that and, and read the whole thing if you want. But basically, this these websites receive 17 million visitors each month. 
and they basically allow you to download ROMs of hundreds and hundreds of Nintendo games for free. So Nintendo has slapped them with a uh, lawsuit for basically $150,000 per Nintendo game and $2 million for each trademark being infringed upon, which basically means, uh, I think it came out to something like two. Oh man, was it two billion dollars total or something like it was that? Over like it was like a hundred billion dollars. It was yeah. When total. you add it all together, it's something ridiculous that they're never gonna get. But the idea is that Nintendo's just pushing this to have because that at this point the sites will shut down. They're also demanding that all the domains be handed over to Nintendo and and everything just stop. Um, Which one did already? Correct. One, yeah, one did already, and the other one is uh, yeah is backpedaling heavy. But this is it's interesting because. It's taken a lot longer for this to happen than I expected, and that's why this topic got brought up. Is because, I mean, I've I've uh, used the NES Classic and put the entire NES library on it. You know, I don't even know where those ROMs came from. A, f- a friend gave them to me, so wherever he got them from, right? That's how that's how easy it is to obtain these now. So, I mean, my wife the other day uh, set up a retro pie and wanted to put some games on it and she, it took her all of 30 seconds to find the ROMs. So, I mean, just shutting these two down isn't going to stop this, this, but I mean, these are two of the biggest known like public ROM people. Now, what I guess to me, like, how do you start a website, kind of run a business? Because this is the other thing is they're claiming that they, Nintendo's claiming they generate money, right? So they generate revenue. Through donations, though, right? I think it's donations. That's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not actually generating revenue. It's generating donations. Right, but they're generating donations by basically handing out Nintendo-branded everything. Like, even the artwork that's on their site. And, of course, they're playing the angle of it's a fan-based site, right? Right. It's, it's so, and at that point, you're on that that gray area as far as what's legal and not. They're artists and they're content creating. <laughs> They didn't create the games, though. They literally just built a website and then threw someone else's stuff on there. It'd be like someone creating a website and taking all of our podcasts saying, like, look what I made. You wouldn't be okay with that. I'd spread the word. You though. would not be okay with that. Gamesillamedia.com. If what? you're listening to this from another website, we are live. <laughs> Gamesillamedia.com. <laughs> exactly. If someone was getting 17 million views a month right now and we were sitting right. where we're sitting right now, I don't think any of us would be real happy. So here, so here's the difference. I'm glad you said that because here, here's the difference as I you know, get fuzzy and not fuzzy through the camera. The difference here is that Nintendo doesn't give you an easy platform to play these games, okay? So that'd be like us saying, hey, you can um, you can listen to our podcast, but you can only do it on a iPod Shuffle that's pink. And you have to buy an iPod Shuffle that's pink, and then you can listen to our podcasts. Whereas if you just give us the virtual console like we've wanted... Then you could be like, hey, you shouldn't be getting all this stuff. I'm letting Deadeye take this one because I could tell he wants to say something. Yeah, say something. At the end of the day, I think everyone in this room has played a ROM. Putting the ROMs online is not okay. Let's be honest about that. It's stealing. You're taking money from Nintendo because if you look at the last decade of Nintendo, I'm sure ROMs have hurt the Wii Virtual Console sales. True. There's, there's really no way you can spin this that makes it not stealing directly from Nintendo. And even if we made the choice where you could only listen to this podcast on a pink iPod shuffle from the year 2007, that's our choice on how we want to distribute our stuff. 
It's not it's not a good business model, and you could argue that Nintendo needs to get it together and make it easier to get these games, but that doesn't give you, you a right to steal them. Yeah, and I mean, you do have like SNES Classic, NES Classic, but but in their core, not not hacking them, in their core, you're talking 20 games and that's it. So the last virtual console that we had of, of a healthy virtual console would be the 3DS. You know, I mean, the Wii was healthy, but I mean, like the most current one that we had was I would say is the 3DS, and I mean, yeah, we're we're super bummed about not getting a VC on the Switch. It's been something that we've complained about for a long time, but they are trying to give us a what they call is a, a solution with Nintendo Online, and we won't know what that looks like until hopefully right. September, but. I, like I'm not gonna sit here and defend Nintendo because I have no hope in Nintendo Online, but again, I yeah, that I, you're right. I mean, I as a like as a photographer or something, I would hate to walk in and see someone using my photo without actually going through me to use my photo. That would you know that would that would be like super upsetting for me. Now again, Nintendo is a giant corporation that that worries about dollar bills and everything like that, but. Just from me on my standpoint, yeah, I wouldn't want anybody using my content. Just like I don't think any of us would want anybody taking our content that we spend every week building this to, you know, get for their own gain. I had it happen to me once. I had this actually happen to me once. Back when I professionally made radio commercials, I had someone steal my scripts and produce them for themselves for a client. And I didn't get paid for that. They took all of my writing and just remade my commercial. Oh, yeah, see? And how did you feel? It, I I don't want to break the swear rule today, <laughs> but I was pretty upset about it. Yeah. And the ownership of the radio sa- station said they're still running ads with us. Just let it go. Right. Because at the end of the day, I didn't get paid for ad, but my radio station deserved to be compensated. And this guy was, he was a, he was a, uh, like a consultant and he was a, a side producer and yeah. he was directly making money off scripts I wrote and content I produced. Yeah. Now here's my next question. How would it, how'd that make you feel as far as moving forward and doing more ads? Well, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. I work here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if someone wants to steal my stuff, I'm gonna come for you. So for anybody that, yeah. And I mean, this, this is obviously like a far stretch from like a personal, a personal attack versus Nintendo being attacked and them being very healthy with, uh, plenty of revenue. But the, the bottom line is like, if ROMs existed and caused Nintendo to stop doing something, we, I think people would be upset about it because they'd be like, wait, I don't want you to stop doing this. Well then stop, then stop stealing. This is a very big stretch, and I do not believe what I'm about to say. <laughs> but here's here's what here's Wait, what probably really happened. <laughs> not, we're not, we're not going. I don't want to go back into it. We went down the hole. We're back out but of I'm it. But I'm going down the Everybody's hole now. Everybody's I, I have I have uh, some carabiners and some rope to up. I'm okay. ready to rappel down well, this hole I'm now. I'm sure staying <laughs> far away right now. Okay. But as we've seen in the in the in the very recent past. Sometimes Nintendo needs that real strong statement about, like, I don't know, your Splatoon 2 rank system being broken and, uh, you know, the way you should fix it. So maybe these ROM companies are just telling Nintendo they need to make a virtual console. Yeah, the ROMs have been around for a long time. Yeah, I, yeah, that's why it was a stretch. But I remember being a young lad and getting a Japanese <laughs> ROM of Pokemon Gold just to try it. All right, before, before we move out. on, I did see I did see Tess making comments through the screen because he can't get a word in. He had he has a point he wants to make. Let's hear him out. 
I'm just curious if the fact, like the timing of Nintendo going after these ROM sites, is there any chance that this is indicative of them actually putting out a legitimate way to consume these games? Like, is this virtual console that we have no hope in, I mean, we're two months away from whatever they've got to launch launching, right? So what if they're now just going after these, what's really the only competitor, and I'm doing real big air quotes, the only competitor they have in their own retro library are people that are putting up, you know, ROMs, right? Stolen copies of the game. So are they going after these now to knock out the competition? So when that when they roll out 200 games on the VC, you know, by end of 2018, you know, they're not free to get as many places. That's a good point. N- Nintendo, did they not do this point. with AM2R? We're all mad, yeah. like, oh, why'd they take down AM2R? Why'd they take down this Metroid uh, 2 remake? And then, sure enough, a couple months later, we got the announcement that they were releasing a Metroid 2 remake. Yep. So, test, test could be onto something, and I think that'd be great, and I think that'd be good for all gamers, because I know none of us in this room would have an issue pay, play, paying for gl- games we want to play. Agreed. You know, and again, we've, we've all played ROMs, so we understand that sometimes, you know, we use them to play games that are inaccessible. We, we've all done it. It doesn't make it right, but I'm, I'm, I think we can all be hopeful that Nintendo is going to give us an easier way to consume these games. I think lastly, it makes me feel better that Nintendo is making a move rather than just trying to be the big in and just squash people. You know, like we, I made the joke today of like something happening faster than Nintendo suing an eight-year-old for 3D printing Baldasaur, right? Like that's what we read. We read these stories yeah. where Nintendo just likes to squash things and for no, no other reason just, than just saying no. And so if they have a direction, like you're saying, and similar to uh, Metroid 2 Remake, then that makes, at least at least it's them planning and trying to build into what they believe is the future of their, you know, repurposing of their retro games. I guess on the sad end of it, like, not to defend, not to defend it or anything, but th- like you said, this is still going to happen. People are still going to ROM stuff, and the fact that these two companies that found some success even if it was in something that's you know not super kosher like now you're getting you know the the scope pointed at you and nintendo's coming after you and trying to like take a bunch of money from you like just stinks that these two companies that you know found a little bit success in something they thought that you know was giving people enjoyment are now going to suffer a little bit yeah yeah i mean it's uh They've also so part of that part of this uh, suit also they're asking where the ROMs came from you know because they know that they weren't all created by these people this is simply just a library that they're living in so right. they're actually I think at that point they're looking to go after more they are trying to t- to uh, really kind of cripple this uh, whole if you want to call it an industry but this whole area of gaming with illegal with illegal ROMs so. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And if it happens quicker uh, before September or around September and October, then, yeah, I think Tess is definitely onto something. They're trying to corner their market and clean it up before they release their new prog- their new platform. Yeah, especially if we see another three, four, five sites go down, major torrent batches get pulled, like mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Like if this is an aggressive attempt by Nintendo to reclaim this property, 
it's because they've got to have it coming out. You know, yeah. and it's I mean, the only thing that makes sense. We've heard Nintendo like tell people to stop, but when's the last time you heard Nintendo go like, "Hey, two billion dollars, give it to us yeah, now"? Right. Like, like they're this is this is them flexing their muscle for sure. So. I'm ready to give them two billion dollars as soon as I can buy Ogre Battle '64 <laughs> on my Switch. <laughs> they they better come out with something if this is what they're doing because. If Nintendo is as successful as they are right now with the launch of the Switch and pushing all these systems and games that they are now, and they just want more money, so they're shutting all this stuff down to just have more money and not give us something, that's not saying it's wrong, yeah. but it's kind of crappy. <laughs> it's totally their right, though, to try and stop down sites. Like, think about, let's, let's just use one game. Let's just say Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. If there was no other way to play that, other than on an SNES classic or getting a 3DS and paying for the download, how many more of those downloads would have they had? So those super popular games could have actually sold systems, which gets parlayed into more software sales. Well, I mean, a, a, great, like, a small example would be my wife bought a retro pie because she wanted to make a retro machine. If that was more, you know, under control, would she have rather just said, can I get a SNES classic? Yeah. It's one of the reasons, okay, you know, again, we're all guilty of this. It's one of the reasons I don't own an SNES Classic or an NES Classic. It's hard for me to financially justify paying 60 to $80 for one of these systems when I know I have a Raspberry Pi full of all the ROMs. It's it's like, you know, I, I eventually want to get one for my collection. I want to do the right thing and give Nintendo their money. Yeah. But, you know, I just haven't. And by when I say it. my wife and Deadite has, I mean we don't. We don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right, allegedly. Yeah. 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 So, all right, it's time to move on. Uh, topic number three, Patreon pick of the week. And we are talking about God of War. That's right. Game that came out a couple months ago, and people are still hunting for one final Easter egg, one final secret in the game that was brought up at San Diego Comic-Con over the weekend uh, the director of the game took the stage and you know was talking about all the you know the fun they've had with the game and the, and the success and then he just dropped the dropped this on people saying and uh, it's really surprising to us that there's one thing that no one has found yet in the game that's all we know at this point players of course once they heard this at San Diego Comic Con went crazy and have started just combing over the game completely all over again to try to find what the director was talking about. He created a Ready Player One situation in his God of War game. He did. I think it's it's super clever. I mean, this is similar to um, not... Similar to the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, I know there's other news going on right now with with, uh, Mr. Gunn, but... um, it, 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 when when Guardians 2 was coming out, he was telling people that Guardians there's still something in Guardians 1 that no one has ever brought up. And he even put it out there that like if someone could find it and tell and and publicly tell us what it is, that he was going they would they would win like a prize, like a pretty big prize, like coming out to like the premiere of of uh, vol, you know Volume 2 Guardians of the Galaxy and, and be able to like see the movie with with the crew and type deal. So I mean. It's similar where you could take something that's starting to, and I'm, I hate to break, say God of War is aging already, but like in a, advent, a single player adventure game, once you beat it, someone like BMC who platinumed the game, this drives them back to it, right? It, it, it's, it creates just excitement around the game again where people go back to it. They're like, oh, well, I'll jump back in and see what, what I what maybe I missed or maybe I overlooked. And it's just, it's a smart tactic, but at the same time, it's also interesting. 
that this was this was a chance. Like there was there was no guarantee that come San Diego Comic Con this year that that secret wasn't going to be already found. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I we have no idea what it is. Yeah. So obviously there's no way that the developer and or creators could tell if somebody's seen this. It's all based upon social media, right? So right. people could have found this and they're just not social media or they overlooked or it. They overlooked or they overlooked they don't, it. they don't right. understand what it is. Yeah. Or they or like like I said they found it and they're like, "Oh, that's a cool Easter egg." And then they just don't post it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But uh I, this kind of brought this kind of brought it up, brought the topic up. Test test brought this up about we should go around and uh, talk about maybe some like some of our favorite Easter eggs that we that we stumbled upon in a game. Not ones necessarily like we used like a. I mean, I guess you could, you could pick whatever you want, but one that you truly kind of found on your own that you're like, oh, that that's cool, or are you freaked out about? Like me personally, I think of Guacamelee. Because I remember playing Guacamelee just because it looked cool. I didn't even really understand. Didn't know it was a Metroidvania game right out the gate. Like, I just saw the art style real quick. I was like, ooh, I'll give that a try. And I'm going through it, and all of a sudden, there's a bunch of hidden Metroid, you know, uh, uh, Easter eggs in the game. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And I'm running every time I see one, it's cool. I'm getting my power up, similar to how Samus gets her power ups. Like, that's really neat. And then the other one that always sticks to me, which is, I find kind of weird, was Rage. I know we talked horrible about this series, <laughs> but I'll never forget Rage because I picked this game up, had no idea what it was, and I was like, this game's cool, and I'm just, I remember, you know, it's a wasteland, I'm riding through, and I stop at this little hut, and I kick the door in, and I'm looking around, and I stop, and I'm like, hey, that's a bobblehead, and I grab it, and the bobblehead was from Doom, and I was like, and at that time, Doom hadn't been a thing for a while, so I'm like, Huh, that's pretty cool. The Doom's like this Doom bottle, and I took it with me, you know. Like, I, but I'll always just remember that, like, in rage for some reason, just having just having a Doom character. What about you guys? Anything? I don't even know if mine counts as an Easter egg, as it was just something that when I realized what was happening, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. There's the mission in Borderlands where I think you have to deliver pizza to a sewer. Oh yes, and then all of a sudden you're fighting four green little guys with with different color face bands, and I was like, I'm fighting the Ninja Turtles in Borderlands. <laughs> this is awesome. It was just one of the things. I don't think I don't know if I that think counts. I think it's Easter egg. It, it's just it's it, not it's not a required mission. It's yeah. off the beaten path, and it's something that's you know clearly paying tribute to uh, another IP. Yeah, and so that that was a fun thing. For I don't me. even think I ever played that mission. Yeah, I didn't know that. What Borderlands is that? It's Borderlands two. Two? Oh. That's cool. It, but the thing is, is it, it was dumb how long it took me to figure out. Like, it wasn't until, like, I was seeing these four enemies to tell me, I go, wait a second. Like, they're all, I did, it's it, like didn't, they're all dead, and you're like, oh, no, I killed the, the turtles. turtles. It's like this, is, <laughs> like, this is how slow my brain works sometimes. It's like, ah, oh, delivering pizza to the sewer. That seems normal. Like, it didn't even, because I'm so, like, the turtles are so ingrained <laughs> in my mind. Of course, like, you always put pizza in the sewer. Like, <laughs> So I've got one, and this is from – I had to s- scroll through my phone to find a screenshot because it was a phone game. Um, this was from October 24th of 2011, in case you're curious. It has a deep uh, scroll test. Yeah, well, I knew, I knew it was from right after I got my first iPhone because the game was only for iPhone at the time, and I organized all my photos by the phone I took them on because that's how I keep things chronologically – filed in my brain you are a thorough person i am i like that about you so so this was on an optional mission in a game called the war of eustrath 
and your character, which is kind of like or uh, Navi, right from from Ocarina of Time, like that that helpful character. Um, says, oh, okay, you want the truth? I'll tell you the truth. Luke, you are my son, and you kissed your sister. And then that's it, and they carry, and she carries on in dialogue, and I'm like, that didn't happen in the game. That's a Star Wars cut, and I appreciate that just showing up in the middle of this, like, mech fighting game yeah. on the iPhone in 2011. Not bad. That's cool. Mainly because I came up with this idea, and I had no Easter egg to talk about when I brought it up to Grimlock. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't pay attention to games that much to catch a lot of Easter eggs, but the one that I did was, and of course, my favorite game, League of Legends. Um, back when, uh, this would have been season two when I first started playing, um, knowing that the creators of Riot Games that made League of Legends came from uh, Warcraft 3 and Blizzard, um, I thought it was neat that when you went onto Summoner's Rift, there were certain like creatures that would hop around on the um, on the rift that were Warcraft three sprite creatures. So it was and just they got away with it somehow. Yeah, it was it was just kind of super cool that they got away with it because they were slightly different. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But like you could totally you tell that they, they were. were they were the creatures that you would uh, see in Warcraft three as well. Yeah. Um, so it does say, though, he did give the hint, the secret rests somewhere inside Kratos' house. So it's not a very big space that you can... Tiny check, space. Tiny space that you can check out. And uh, they didn't offer much more to that, but there is some of the uh, fans have um, believe there's a newly released comic called The Hunt that may also have a hint uh, into properly finding out what the secret is. And that uh, comic, I believe, is digitally... Online from Santa Monica themselves, and it's just a short little comic that there supposedly might be some hidden secrets in. So I'm sure now that he said something, it's a matter of just hours. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's been found. We just haven't heard about it yet. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, all right. Well, thank you for the patrons for picking that topic this week. We'll move into our last topic, which is one that I never thought would be a closing topic ever again. It's one I never thought we would honestly ever talk about again. I've been waiting all show. I know you have. No Man's Sky is back in the news. Yeah! Bring it back! And I I picked this as our closing topic because I honestly was just I don't I don't apologize much as 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 Jazzy knows because we just went at it earlier in the show. But I honestly am going to apologize to Hello Games and to uh, Sean uh, Murray here because I just, um, I read his statement and I kind of like understood. I kind of got it. I, I kind of get where things got off the rails and he just, he, there was no way he was going to ever get them back. Uh, but I could see the, you can tell the passion that he has for this game and you can see it because they haven't left it's been two years and they have not abandoned this ship they have stuck to it they have taken all the threats all the harassment everything that's been thrown at them and they still push on and they're about to drop No Man's Sky next which is a huge update full of everything that the fans that stuck with them asked for and so when I Both read... Both of them? Yeah, all two of them, right. <laughs> um, but <laughs> actually, crazy enough is uh, thousands. Yeah, thousands. A lot of people. A lot of people. 
Um, Twos of thousands. And certain percentage, they even had percentages of uh, how many people have put how many hours into the game, including several percent, like uh, 5% of the player base putting over 1,000 hours into the game. So there are definitely a fan base that support the game, and those people are being rewarded for you know, sticking with Hello Games and giving them feedback, telling them what they need, telling them what they'd like to see. And so Next is going to bring a lot of that. It's going to bring multiplayer. It's going to bring, and, and like true multiplayer, four-player multi- co-op, being able to go around the galaxy and build together, survive together, get you know, try try to uh, you know push beyond that. And it, it's interesting. But what I what really got to me was like a story that he's and, and he has admitted now several times that he hates talking publicly and it got way worse when the game launched and everything kind of went south and so there's been silence from them for two years they they've just been working on updates and patches and building no man's sky next and he broke silence uh yesterday and basically said I hate doing this, but now's the time. And moving forward, we're gonna be we're gonna be more. We're gonna have a community. We're building a whole new website just for our community. We're doing all these things and sounded great. But then he broke into the stories of like having a I don't want to call him a fan. Having a crazy person contact him about the butterflies that float that that like floated around in the trailer when it first launched at E3, and how they weren't in the game at launch, and that he was going to kill him. Because the butterflies weren't in the game. That's fair. And, no, it's not fair. <laughs> it's the opposite of fair. If you are, let's say you're a budding entomologist. <laughs> let's say you just love bugs. Still not fair. And the game is sold to you through a trailer of butterflies. You still kill somebody. Sometimes people gotta die. Man, I, I I'm saying not, I am not touching that. Deliver, I'm you, not touching that. Yeah, test, test, test took my bit made it a little too aggressive. <laughs> So it goes on, basically. We have always wanted No Man's Sky to grow and develop after it released. I'm happy we've been able to do that. I am so proud of the team at Hello Games. What they did was incredible over the years of development. The average team size was six. Six people. And now remember the hype that came around this game and understand that six people were building it. The final team was just 15 people at launch. Sony hyped this up as their main game, and it was a 15-person development team. No Man's Sky has grown to be a very broad game, ambitious, technically unique, and very pretty at times. All the more impressive for a team that is still small. While I couldn't be prouder of the team, I personally made mistakes. I could talk all day about things I personally would change. Certainly one regret regret is the intensity and drama of launch left no room for communication with the community. We decided instead to focus on development rather than words. Following Foundation, Pathfinder, and Atlas Rises, we really want to include you, the community, more. We know that a million gamers played on the day we launched Atlas Rises. That everyone who bought Atlas Rises played for 45 hours on average, and 90% rated it positively. We know that 20% of players hit over 100 hours, 5% hit over 1,000 hours. We know that over 200 million hours of No Man's Sky have been played to date, and it makes us very happy but desperate to communicate better. Uh, A little while after the release of No Man's Sky Next, Hello Games has planned its first season of weekly content and community events. This will be free to all players with no microtransactions. 
We are also launching a new website dedicated to the community, which we will be calling the Galactic Atlas. The site features points of interest in No Man's Sky, uh, all nominated by you through the survey we created earlier this month. This will grow in functionality and expand over time in part through your feedback. One day I hope to reach a point where I feel No Man's Sky is finished, but luckily there's still so much more we want to do. Working on next feels important to us, but I know it's not the end of the journey. We know the journey would be more fun together. Thank you for playing No Man's Sky. Thank you for playing Walking Titan. And we hope to we hope you enjoy everything still to come. Sean. And so yeah, I just, you know, I I bashed No Man's Sky. I bashed their decisions and, and their poor execution. You know, but I honestly didn't fully understand the situation and uh, and probably the freight train of Sony that drove them down a path that they could not come back from. So I'm ex- I'm honestly excited to to go revisit No Man's Sky and see what this patch it has to offer and uh, and give it a second go. And I think now's the time for anybody that has uh, any thought of checking out No Man's Sky. It's coming out on the Xbox this week. Obviously, it's already on PS4, PC, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is kind of kind of a game changer for me. I like the developer. I like the the face of this developer being just outright and honest, telling us some horror stories that they that his team went through. How many times they had to call the police because of bomb threats and everything that came to their building. Like this is a video game, okay? Like this is this is not. It's we've talked, we've gone through some of this how people are just overreacting faceless online keyboard keyboard warriors or villains or whatever you want to talk about them and just doing horrible things to people because you know the game didn't live up to what you wanted I mean that happens every day so chill out and I think this is a game that maybe a lot of people should revisit and and give it a second chance Grim your heart might feel a little bit differently if you were victimized, as I was, by 2K and WWE 2K on the Switch, Tess knows the rage. Tess knows the hatred. He knows when a developer dupes you. That's what happened here. I don't care who the blame is on. There need to be more apologies up front instead of a two-year-later apology about being duped. Because if it was me by a No Man's Sky, I'm not saying I would have called in a threat, but I'm saying there would have been a lot of angry tweets about it. And there were a lot of angry yeah. treats, and that's that's the one thing he does reference. He thanks all the people that actually gave him, you know, feedback that he could, even if it was negative feedback that they could actually work with. I just remember death feel, threat. I just feel like I remember when it felt like Two K took money directly from me slash test slash sci fi, who mostly paid for the game. And I would feel that way had I bought No Man's Sky Day yeah, 1. Yeah, but the difference here is that they continuously tried to add to this game and and make it better. You actually contacted 2K, and they literally told you on the phone. Pretty much to eat a turd. Pretty much. Um, so a very different, like... Oh, yeah, the route it's gone down is different, and if I were someone that bought No Man's Sky on day one, you know, I, I'd play Like, I'm never going to play 2K on the Switch ever again, but I just... I remember those feelings of just being really deceived by a developer and how upset I was, and I lost some sleep over it. So I understand the upset fan, but I will say good on Hello Games for sticking with this game and making it into what they wanted yeah. it to And be. they acknowledge the upset, upset fan, but they also said, here's the difference. An upset fan moves on, and they, and they play a different video game. 
a person that's vindictive and, and trying to attack and, and cause harm, those aren't even fans. They're, they're just they're just bad people. They're just people that have no business doing what they're doing. Like 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 rape alleg- like threatening to rape and murder and do all these like that's not okay in any aspect of life. So to sit there and say because a video game didn't live up to your expectations that, that like we understand that type of anger, no. You're I, out you're out of place. I would have fist fought someone from two K though. I would have done it. I, I agree, and I would have. Oh, no, grown man yeah. to grown man, I would have fist fought something, <laughs> and I would have hit him from behind, like while they're all distracted <laughs> yeah. with a fight. Be like, this is a wrestling game. Yeah, yeah, we put up through a couple tables. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot that went wrong in this situation, and I'm placing the blame on everyone. Is is it okay that the developers of this game are being threatened in the way that they are with like bomb threats and their life threats and stuff like? Absolutely not. That is not appropriate to do to any human being, period, end of sentence. However, I'm not taking all of the blame off of Hello Games because I guess the best way I could describe it is I wouldn't want my local car repairman going to the international car show and talking about car repairs. Like, he's just... 99 out of 100 car repairmen are just not going to know how to speak in front of a crowd. They're not going to know what to do. They're not PR people, okay? So they're so they're going to go up there. They're going to fumble. They're going to do all this stuff that they're not supposed to do. Hello Games at this point, like, yeah, you went up there and you might have said some things that you wanted to have in your game and you tried to draw some hype around it and then you didn't uh, you know commit to those at launch but it's as simple as like that I was saying is coming out saying that you're sorry for the stuff that didn't happen and you know telling them that you're going to work towards a fix and then probably at that point hiring yourself somebody that could stand in front of a crowd and talk legit like <laughs> and I agree with that but I think so here's the thing Sean Murray can talk it's not that he can't talk; it's that he didn't. He doesn't. He didn't want to. He's, right. He's not. He's not. So you're right. You get someone in there that wants to be a hype man. That's why. That's why we brought Test on. Right. He's a hype man. But overall, my whole thing is, if there's let's just say it was at the max, there's 15 people. The 14 other people shouldn't have been attacked. And that. And that's. Oh, what, yeah. And in this article, you read about the other people and what they went through, and it's like, and Sean stands and goes. I made these, you know, we made these calls and Sony, Sony and, and I, you know, singular basically said we were going to talk about these mechanics when we hadn't even fully like hashed them out in, in development. So I took the stage and said something before my team told me we could do it. That's the problem. There's the breakdown right there. I, so I still put all the blame on Sean. But I apologize because of how he's handled it and how no other developer has will, would have stuck to this game for two years. Like, I don't even know how their doors are still open. You, like, how like they stuck to it. He's, he believed in it, and he believed in it and took care of his team so well that his team stayed. Yeah. Papa Sony, don't think you're off the hook, and you're equally as at fault as this as yeah. anybody, well, I, honestly, the hype because... Train, the hype train was going yeah, way too we, fast. We have stuff that gets... Reco- I work in a retail environment. We have stuff that we put into our store that we recall ourselves because we don't feel it's appropriate to sell to the public, and we take all of the hit for it. We don't say, oh, hey, that was made by this retailer over here. Go give them a bunch of crap. No, like, 
you know, Sony needed to step up at this point too and take some of this blow, and they didn't. No, they didn't. That's true. The, they don't have to, unfortunately. And it's a big problem with the video game industry. There's no accountability. Uh, a platform, a company, a developer will sell you a total toilet trash game, and then you're out your money. I bought that Super Burger Time game, Message Nintendo, didn't hear anything back. And that game was boiling toilet water with urine in it. It completely awful, and I'm out of it. Be, they put that on their platform. It's trash, and now I'm out because I trusted Nintendo. I trusted Jerk Off John's dumb toilet arcade. <laughs> Tune it back, man. You're getting, I'm trying. You're getting, I'm getting a little revved breathe, up. Breathe, breathe, breathe. We're but, doing all right right now. We're doing all right. Sony should have done something to compensate those players. I, I understand it's cool that Hello Games and you know the team stuck with developing this game. And yeah, it's on that guy for coming out and saying stuff that his development team didn't agree to. But there was no accountability other than it's cool they wrote it out. But those people are out two years of waiting. So it's just a problem yeah, with the video game industry. But it, those two years of waiting, are you talking about the gamers, right? Yeah, yeah, for the players. So, so, so I can say there, too, that these people that have decided their career is to develop video games, which takes years to make one video game, they, they stayed for two years to make this game. They were probably getting paid, and who else would hire the Hello Game people? That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't. I mean, that part may be true, but if you're a coder, you're a coder. Like, I mean, you know, like, it yeah. doesn't necessarily matter that your project around you failed. If you can prove that you can code, I think you can get a job. But, you know, but, they, were still, they were still catching paychecks. I want to hear stories of these guys being like, I didn't eat for a week because Hello Games didn't have any money. I well, wanna, If I'll hear those stories, I'll ease so up. So I guess my whole thing, though, is that you don't want someone to get a paycheck even though they're trying, but no, no, for, I, your, for your 50 bucks. No, no, no. It's... It's great that they that they make. I don't have any ill will towards the people that made this game. But what I'm saying is, I don't want the sad story of like, oh, these people spent two years of their life continuing to try and make this game better. That's good on them. That's what that's what the team should have done. Yeah. But you know, good on them. I'm glad they're still making a living. I'm glad that this game is being set up for success. But at the same time, I just there, look at there's it. no accountability. Two years was wasted. There's no no accountability from. The developer or the publisher. Well, okay, so I don't. The publisher is the publisher. Sony's never gonna like Sony. Exactly, that's Sony, the problem. Sony that's doesn't what I'm have to do anything, the right? They should though. But the developer, in my standpoint, is that the the amount of money that was put into this two years that probably came out of like, it, I don't even want to know where the money came from because it didn't come from sales of the game. Yeah. So for for you to keep keep the doors open for two years and pay your people, as a boss, you that's that's pretty cool. But as an individual, that's one less video game that you're going to make in your career. I guarantee it. Like, if you gave two years to this game and you still believed in it, it is one less game that you are going to make in your career of whatever you're going to leave on this earth. But it might and be his only option. I would never buy another video game from that guy again. Sean, I'm not talking about Sean Murray. Yeah. I'm talking about the coder that could go get a job oh, I'm easy talking about somewhere Sean else. Murray, yeah. Because for us, it's like, you know, we've left jobs when we were unhappy to go to a new job. These people stuck it out, even though they, there was death threats, rape threats, like, like everything under the sun. If you read, if you read this article, it is disgusting. And so for me, it's like I have to give props because these people, like, I would honestly, I probably wouldn't have. I don't think I would have stuck it out. I would have left if if that was the work environment that I was dealing with. But they clearly believed in Sean's message and believed in whatever they thought. No Man's Sky was going to be, but got rushed, got pushed, got hyped too much, but they still believe that they could make it happen. And I think we're about to see it here. I think this update could really be the update of, like, this is really where we wanted No Man's Sky at at launch. 
sorry for the people that do decide to check it out. Thank you. And we understand all the people that aren't going to check it out. With the small amount of people that is developing Hello Games 2, it becomes a passion project at that point. True. Like, if the four of us are a podcast on IGN's giant gaming network, and they're like, you guys can't video game podcast, you're never going to be successful, we're probably just going to walk away from podcasting and do something else within IGN. However, when we're off on our own creating GameZilla Media, and the four of us have somebody come up and say, you guys are awful at video game podcasting, you'll never make it. That makes the four of us want to push even harder and prove them wrong. That's nah. why we're still here. That's why I fist fight people. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Tess hits people with chairs. I'm yeah. going to hit them with a the chair right in. No, no, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys can get motivated. We get even. Yeah, yeah. We the but producer boys. <laughs> anyways, we, we do have the, uh, the update dropping here in, in just uh, less than a week, I think, actually. But... Um, It'll be it'll be hitting here, which and uh, you'll be able to pick it up on the Xbox uh, coming out this week. And if you already have it on PS4 or the uh, PC, you'll also be able to enjoy this free DLC or paid DLC. This is uh, this is free. This is free expansion. It's adding multiplayer, adding uh, character custom, more character customization, adding. uh, unlimited bases. The we the already talked about the weekly contents. They're building seasons into it, similar to a lot of other games like Fortnite, like Destiny. All, all these, you know, mm-hmm. a more a more common uh, scenario here. But um, yeah, I mean, maybe I'll check it out from the library. Quick, quick. <laughs> I still have my copy, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm uh, and I know Player One Miggy's been talking about it. So, quick side question, and it's just uh, just like a quick yes. If you're or looking no. at me. I have a collector's edition. <laughs> okay. I thought it was the one that I gave back to you after winning no, no, no. from Gamezilla Media as nope. a fan. I want it, and I'm like, man, you could just have this back. Nah, nope, not that one. So quick, just yes or no answer. If this game didn't have such a rough launch as it did, this DLC I feel is big enough to be a paid DLC. Do you think that it's free just because they realized that they had such a bad launch, so they're finally giving us the game that they thought that we were getting from the beginning. I think it's free because let's be honest, you can't. They couldn't sell this if they wanted to. You know that it's you're asking too much of, of a fan base that you're trying to get back. But the idea is that you're also launching it on Xbox this week. You're trying to get a little bit of momentum around the game, and you're hoping that that little bit of momentum will then spark another layer of people coming back. And you know, <laughs> let's also be honest. I, a lot of people got rid of their copies, right? This is one of those games you walk into a used game store and it's just, there's just stacks of them. It's like Battleborn, right? What? Oh, yeah, Man. sorry. Battleborn's dead. I forgot if to tell you only, that. Okay, first off, 2K's a trash company. <laughs> but if they could have stuck out Battleborn for two years, we could have had the greatest MMO first-person shooter hybrid ever. But we don't have it. Because so uh, sh- they didn't stick around. Yeah, Maybe you'll yeah. have a little more respect for Hello Games. I guess I do because 2, 2K's a toilet company and they... They wasted what the greatness of Battleborn could have been. I, I don't know, but I mean, world will never know. So you're saying I could go? You you think I could buy this game for eight bucks? If you acted no right, man's sky. If you acted right now, here's the here's the crazy thing. I think you could see what happened to Division here is that if this update happens and it's successful, you could watch an eight dollar No Man's Sky become a twenty dollar No Man's Sky in a couple weeks. Because I'm wondering if I want to swing into a shop and pick up a copy, and if there's co-op, you and I could play a little bit yeah. of it, and we won't cheat. Play the game honest. I'm not going down that road again. But but yeah, we'll we'll play the game honest. Okay. Yes. And then Jazzy, me and you get the game, and then I take half and I put it into a chest. I take half. <laughs> we just break the CD in half, and then it becomes two CDs. Although we both have the game, we only gotta pay for one. 
Bonsai. You can get used copies on eBay for five bucks. Ooh, so I, I cash app you two fifty. We buy one copy, we get two. <laughs> no comment. I'm or just, fifty three dollars. I'm, <laughs> I'm done with that part of my life. I don't think you are. I think it's no, gonna come back. I'm to done. Haunt you. Everyone knows that when this show goes goes off, Jazzy and I are gonna stand up and hug. That's what we do. Okay. Yeah. That's what we do. There's no hard feelings here. Yeah, and then Jay's gonna walk a, away. You want an entertaining show? We have then we give it to you. Well, now when's we the want- last time you saw Grim go off? It, it was before we even knew <laughs> I had art problem. When- next week when I'm not here, I'll see you guys in the community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Next week, yeah. <laughs> when he doesn't show Minecraft up, then we'll really center. know the damage they caused. <laughs> when we start getting horrendous hate, alley, you know, like like hate threats to the show directed at Grim, then we'll know it's actually Jazzy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well. Check out No Man's Sky if you still have a copy. If not, maybe uh, take take up Jazzy's idea. Five bucks online. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good patch, and it's worth it's worth a look. So that's our news. That's our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Visit GameslaMedia.com every day for new blogs dropping, like esports recap, this week in games. Tess talking about something crazy every week. This week, I think it's Legend of Zelda and how some website got it all wrong. Am I right? Yeah. 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 Deadite likes to yeah. do video stuff because writing's hard. It's stupid, too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got game reviews. We got previews. We have all sorts of stuff. So make sure to visit the website and read those blogs and comment. Let us know what you think. <sighs> Let's get into some esports. But before we do. Oh, did I forget? Quick side note, we've made it a solid hour 30 into the show, and this show's brought to you by our patrons on patreon.com slash GameZilla Media with uh, five unique tiers of support. Go over there today. We're talking about access for early access to uh, the many GameZilla Media podcasts. We're talking about your ability to influence the show uh, private special time with your favorite GameZilla <laughs> media personality. Not like that, though. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Go to the no. website. Read about it. What, what was wrong with the way I said that? That's special exactly private that. time. I think it was the... Not special the, time with your privates. I'm saying special no. private time. It's completely different. It's um, the way you pronounce special. I mean, special. special. Yeah, I got a little worried. <laughs> could Just, be, though. Yeah, could, who knows? Could GameZilla, <laughs> patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Uh, thank you so much for your contribution and contribute today to keep this podcast free. Yeah. Welcome to Summoner's Rift. Oh, this is a little bit risky. Oh my god, Freiburg, are you kidding me? Ambition steals the Elder Dragon! Oh, let's break it! Damn! What's up, everybody? It's time for eSports. Our first topic of today is an international one. The Olympic Committee has created an official esports group ahead of a potential inclusion into the 2024 Games. That's right. The International Olympic Committee, or the IOC, and the Global Association for International Sports Federation, the GAISF, will establish a new eSports liaison group to, and I quote, continue communication and engagement, end quote, between members of the eSports industry and the Olympic organization. 
This group was created to discuss future collaborations with the esports industry following the inaugural Olympic esports summit that happened in Switzerland this past Saturday. More than a dozen speakers from the gaming and esports industry industries, sorry, were present at the summit. Some of these included Overwatch League's commissioner Nate Nadzer, Blizzard's president Mike Morhanimi, Riot CEO Nicolo Laurent, also the Houston Outlaws Overwatch player Jake Lyon, and Shanghai Dragons Kim Gagurdi Seyoung also spoke at the summit. Although the goal of the summit was not to include esports into the Olympics, this group is the first step closer towards that international recognition. So, we're not going to get esports into the Olympics just yet, but this is the first step into recognizing that the Olympic Committee is in basically high consideration for making esports an Olympic sport. So, with all those abbreviations, yeah, does that basically mean that I have? Do I, am I? Do I have a disease or something? Is that what I just found you, out? <laughs> I don't know. First of all, like, why would anybody want to abbreviate Global Association of International Sports because Federation? People love like, to abbreviate <laughs> everything. We got the abbreviation <laughs> king on this podcast right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm the AK. I'm the AK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there absolutely. You go, yeah. So I, what I should have done is just said the abbreviations and been like, look them up. <laughs> real <laughs> quick, real quick, timeout because I know that tests abbreviations are getting out of control when my wife uses test abbreviations while speaking to me. Ooh. I was like oh I was like Ooh. I was like this is getting out of control. It's the beginning of the end. Yep. Yep. Or, or a whole the- new beginning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But exciting, a, yeah. I mean, a WNB, if we would. <laughs> oh god, she draws. She draws V nice on me all the time. V nice, V nice. Because why waste a syllable? I think right. it's. Uh, I think it's very exciting though. Esports coming. To, I mean, it's a, just a matter of time before esports comes to the Olympics. Yeah, it's it's they're, it's it's growing too fast. They're to be thinking ignored. 2024. I could see that happening. I'd love to see it. All right, our next topic: Overwatch League Commissioner Nate Nadzer is named in the Fortune's 40 under 40. Look <laughs> <laughs> at this idiot. <laughs> wow. 39-year-old 30, Nadzer was awarded this honor for his position at the forefront of esports budding market. 40 <laughs> under 40 ranks the most influential young people in business. I wish you could influence Overwatch League to be watchable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, Fortune quotes that the California native is on the front lines of the world of esports. Overwatch began its inaugural season this past January, and the first-person shooter is Activision slash Blizzard's fastest-growing franchise with revenues of over a billion dollars already. Nadzer joins the Fortune ranks alongside Facebook CEO... Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, hold on. Pie coming through the studio. Musicians <laughs> Rihanna and Donald Glover and Vimo CEO Anjali Sud. So this guy's big news. You know, he, he's he's esports in the top of the business world of youngsters. He's an he's an FUF. 
He's <laughs> okay. Oh, let's God. go. Let's oh, go God. to let's go to three. Our third and final topic: the Overwatch League finals will be broadcast on ESPN and ABC. Pie, come back through the studio. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Get your pie. League of Legends pie. Oreo pie over here. Over here. On July 11th, the Overwatch League announced a broadcast deal with Disney, bringing the league's finals to ESPN, Disney, and ABC. The leagues will continue this broadcast deal with Disney into Season 2 as well. The $90 million Twitch deal remains unchanged. So basically, they've got two deals going on now. This is a landmark deal with the potential of bringing thousands of new viewers to the Overwatch League. Thousands? Thousands. Dozens? <laughs> thousands. That's a that's a big number for Overwatch League. Grand finals start July 27th, and your teams competing for the cup are... Not the Shanghai Dragons. Oh, but they had such a good chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, real, I'm really shocked. It is the Philadelphia Fusion and the London Spitfire. Woo! C9, baby. They're still good at something. Philadelphia yep. Fusion. That is all I have for esports. Back to Deadite and singing about the Philadelphia Fusion. It's a Philadelphia Fusion. I don't know anything else about the song Philadelphia Freedom. I just know Philadelphia Freedom. <laughs> so I can't I can't continue with that because I don't know anything else about it. All right. Well, good job on the esports. I'm just having some more pie yeah, over here. Yeah, this pie we put out of the, the litter box is better we, than watching the Overwatch we, League. We've gone through a lot of passionate uh, conversation tonight, and I can agree that the, the need for a nutrient... I don't know. I was trying to use fancy words. It didn't happen. We it's need like to a, eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> we need sweet treats. <laughs> we put we put down two thirds of an Oreo pie. It's good, man. Now, if I took that two thirds and I put it, and oh. I took half. <laughs> Whoa, what if we pie face? <laughs> Test for saying they just throw the whole pie at them. <laughs> that would really put this whole show way over the top. Oh, well, this man. has this is this is completely off topic, but uh, at our work we have like a penny wars. And last year, I lost the penny war, so I got pie in the face. What's a penny war? So you just got to do whoever donates the most pennies. Whoever, yeah. I a, man, I had a joke. I had a joke. <laughs> I had a joke. <laughs> I had a joke. <laughs> Look at him, he really wants to. You're save it for the it, post show. Save it for the post show. You are red in the <laughs> face. Oh, wow. It's real bad. Well, let's get him on camera. Ooh, Ooh. Real. <laughs> Look at him, man. Ooh. It had to be good. I'm ah. excited to get off air now. So Don't joke. forget it. Don't yeah. forget it. Ooh. It's a good sound clip. He's excited. Hold on. I'm going to write it down so he doesn't forget it. Thank you. The penny, penny joke. Um, did you want to finish your story, so either though? Penny Wars is people donate pennies, and then if you donate silver, it negatives that team. Uh, so you're raising money by donating pennies, but if you donate right. paper or silver, it goes against yeah. the other so team. The, so the I, biggest okay. winner is the loser. Yeah. yeah. So... I'm just surprised because, like, yeah. uh, no one I know carries real cash anymore. No, I know, I know. I never said that we, there was a lot of pennies in the jar. You can't <laughs> buy drugs with credit, so I just drop yeah, a You subway. don't know where to go look, okay? <laughs> you just drop a Subway gift card in there and be like, this has got to be redeemable for something. So, anyways, uh, myself and one other person were the two that were to get the pies in the face. Well, the person that was selected to pie me in the face, like, took this running start and just smashed it into my face. And everybody was like, oh, my God, like, they charged him. Like, that was crazy. And I was like, man, that was that was kind of rough. Like, it didn't hurt me or anything, but, like, 
if it was somebody else, it might have, you know? So then the other person sits down. It's a good thing you're tough, Jesse. And this person legit didn't understand the concept of pieing someone in the face, so they threw the pie from across <laughs> the room at their face. Did it hit him in the head? No. Oh. He completely missed. Do do Ethan and I, or Deadeye and I, need to go body whoever hit you in the face with a no, pie? No, okay. no, no. Why are you guys so blurry? Yeah, what happened there? I don't know, but... This was a wild show, guys. Yeah, it was very wild, but it's not done yet because it's time for Muster Bust. Oh, goodness. In concert, fixed, they fixed. would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? All right, so we got a pretty decent week of games, so I wanted to uh, include it. And then, of course, you'll be able to read about it on this week's games on gameslimited.com tomorrow. But No Man's Sky DLC must... Must. No Man's Sky for the Xbox One or No Man's Sky DLC for uh, any other X or any other platform that it's on will be a uh, I think it's a must honestly you can get it cheap enough that I think this is uh, it's worth a try yeah, try at least yeah uh, and then followed up by the uh, Banner Saga three I know a lot of people are playing Banner Saga uh, Banner Saga three is coming out on Nintendo Switch and then the trilogy is hitting on PS4 and Xbox but in my right test the trilogy is not coming out this week for the Switch? No, it's. I think it's coming out sometime in early September. Okay, that's what I, I just wanted to make sure I couldn't find anything. I thought it was a little odd, but we are getting uh, Saga 3 just on the Switch, but not the uh, first two. Uh, and then, of course, Mega Man X Legacy Collection and Collection 2, both coming out on PS4, Nintendo Switch. Those, for your Mega Man fans, I think are a must. Um... You just keep getting Mega Man. By the time we're done playing all these, Mega Man 11 will be out, and we'll be all good. And you can play 20XX right now, which is a Mega Man ripoff. And then next, Mega Man Battle Network Collection! I would love that, actually. So would I. The game's a lot like Ogre Battle. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mega Man Battle Network's super fun. Yeah. If it's a lot like Ogre Battle, then I, I mean, maybe I'm too hard on Ogre Battle. I just, I don't know. I just love Mega Man. That was the grid based one, right? Yeah. yeah, Yeah, It's a lot like Ogre Battle. Okay. I don't. I can't. I don't say anything about Ogre Battle because I think I would would enjoy it too much. Well, you can always see a long play. We'll talk about at the end of the show. I know. I get sucked into those. And then on the Nintendo Switch and PS4 bust. Hello Neighbor hits. Oh. Oh yeah, must. Yes. Bust. Hello Neighbor is a must. I played it on the Xbox. It is a very fun. Unique game. I don't know. It, it was one of the one of my favorite games to stream. I had a lot of fun streaming this game and just having. It's a fun game where the where pe- viewers can actually help you play this game. And um, yeah, I don't know. Hello Neighbor, a very uh, unique game. I, I highly recommend it. I would play it if there was a mod that was highly ho neighborino and it was Ned Flanders trying to catch you. <laughs> Modders, get on that. That's right. Um, also, to a question on Twitch right now, glitch. I did beat Hello Neighbor, um, but the cool thing about Hello Neighbor is there's different ways that you can play the game. You can complete it. So, um, yeah, there's there's things you can miss. There's thing you know extra story, and there's they're coming out with uh, added content to the game later this year as well that we saw E3. So I think it's it's definitely a pickup for uh, people. It's a very creepy, intense game. Jazzy Jazzy watched uh, plenty of it on my stream, so. Oh, I missed one. Sorry. Nintendo Switch mm. must. Crossing Souls. 
Okay. Ooh. Listen, this game is fantastic. I played it on the PS4. Crossing Souls is like a it's like a 1980s Stranger Things top-down RPG. Like I don't I don't even know what it is. Your uh, RPG good. adventure. It's so cool because everything's like like the this one character has like a gun, but it's made out of like an uh, NES zapper, and each each kid has like an ability, and your um you're searching after like something happened to your city, which is basically uh, extraterrestrial, and you know the the government's trying to cover it up, but you're but you're you're trying to expose it because it's affected your family, so you don't want the government to win. So it's very ET meets Stranger Things with video game, you know, a tons tons of video game just like tributes thrown in there. I uh, I I love this game. The music's fantastic, so don't miss Crossing Souls. I'm really excited that it's coming on the Switch because this is a game that I liked on the PS4, but like to have this on the go. This is probably my most exciting game of the week. Uh, a one-sentence um, description is a Goonies-like adventure in which several kids must try to save the world after finding a mysterious stone. Need I yeah. say more? Got to buy it now before Nintendo shuts it down for having a NES Zapper clone in it. <laughs> this is another game though that you watched me stream, didn't yep. you? Yeah. This mm-hmm. this is yeah, it's a super, super cool. fun super fun game. So, all right. Well, that's our muster bust. You can again read up more on these games. On this week's games blog, hittinggameslimited.com. But we need to wrap this up. This episode was brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash gameslimedia for details. If you like special pot- time. <laughs> <laughs> for special time, time. Yeah, special time. <laughs> if you like podcasts, then Gamezilla's not enough. <laughs> then yeah. guess what? We have many other shows for you. You can check out all of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, <laughs> Podbeam, wherever it is that you like to listen to podcasts. Check out Gamezilla Media, and you can find everything that we do, like Noobs and Dragons. Legend of Retro, Gamezilla Alpha, The Last Action Podcast, and we do have a new podcast right around the corner coming from 8-Bit Steve and his co-host, and I'm, I, I always Sink. Want, Sink. I always want to call him, because we have Spinks, too, on Last Action Podcast. Sink. Thank sink. you, Jazzy. Thank you. Not uh, like the kitchen sink. Titans of Co-op coming like to you very soon. Another video game aspect that we're going to be covering, and uh, you'll find out more about that show here soon. But yeah, we have all sorts of content for you. Almost every is it every day of the week now, like weekday, except for Friday and Saturday. Yeah, you're right. Nothing Friday, nothing Saturday. Okay, well we have to fix that, I guess. Yeah. If you have a podcast that you want to bring to the Gamezilla Media <laughs> Network, <laughs> send uh, us an email at info at gamezillamedia dot com. you got anything? We got social medias. We got a hot new GameZilla Media Facebook page. So the Motor City Gaming Facebook page, it's dead. Dead. We're killing it off. We're moving if you go there. So uh, search GameZilla Media on Facebook.com. I know you've been there. It's a website. I've seen you on it. And then give our new page a like. We're, we're filling it with good stuff. Uh, Admittedly, the Motor City Gaming one sort of died away a little while ago. So we're... um, we're really excited to to you know revitalize our presence on Facebook with this new uh, new fan page. 
Yep, exactly. YouTube content, make sure you're following there. And then, of course, the stream team, right? Twitch.tv slash GameZillaMedia. We uh, we work with a bunch of streamers like Testonomics, the face of Switch. We have uh, Demigreek. We have Matrix on Stage, The Glitch, Spectre XV, TSM. Spectre that, was from, that was for Spectre. Okay, there you go. Yeah, you can you can chant that they actually played okay this this weekend. Nah. <laughs> After the week. I played Rocket League Dead and Night. with I played Rocket League with both Spectre and Matrix. It yeah. was a full on stream team collab on my stream. That's right. Tess and I are going to get on and start doing some uh, dual stream community nights on Minecraft. I think. Yeah? I'm, I'm su- I mean, I've been streaming the last few community nights. Yeah. Just yeah. keeping all my it. secrets to myself. Thank you, Glitch. We got Spidey 2KX as well. Don't want anybody knowing how I craft. That's right. Gotta keep your secrets. My secrets. But, Did uh, I ever say this? Spidey 2KX has been playing uh, Monster Hunter Worlds, a and his little calico is named Chops, and I just find that like That's super perfect. like not only clever, but like it just fits for some reason. The way that he has them built out, because you know I like, get to dress him up. Yeah. It just reminds me of Chops. He's also playing League, and I have to tell you, he's He's actually yeah. He needs to go to normal. He's starting. Like he's it's killing starting the to, AI. Yeah, he's starting to click, man. He's really got a couple champs he's into, and uh, he's getting excited to take that trip to Cali for the uh, NA LCS Championship. So, but all right, thanks everybody for joining and uh, tuning into episode two seventeen of the Games Little Podcast. Remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game, game on, on. Jesse. Just don't, don't tell anybody. Can, can you teach me your secrets? I I can show you on uh, a YouTube video of them. Okay, good. Good luck. I won't let you go down that dark path. <laughs> it's too late. Follow us. It's too late. Dark. It's too late.